Welcome to New Hope Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this week's message. For more information regarding New Hope, visit newhopecom.org. Um, so I'm going to turn it over here to Ralph and Wanda. But Ralph, if you don't know, Ralph and Wanda have been part of this church family for over 30 years, right? Um, it is a real gift and a treat to hear from them. They are, you know, it says in the Bible you have a lot of teachers, but not a lot of fathers or a lot of other mothers and fathers. And in our day, we need like true mothers and fathers in the faith. And Ralph and Wanda are that. So give them a nice round of applause. Yeah, come on up. How's everybody doing? Good. Happy Mother's Day to the moms. That's obviously going to be a theme today. But we're going to start it off with a how many love these beautiful uh, little Mother's Day video clips. So the tissues are in each corner. And uh, I love these. So guys, dim the lights nice and let's enjoy this video. What makes your mom happy? Flowers. When I listen, want to be good or something? A hug. Oh, that's too tight. What makes your mom sad? When I don't listen, oh, I going to get hurt. What's something that your mom does every day? Read the Bible, cleans the house. I think work. Kisses me. What's something your mom always says to you? I love you. Go clean your room. Behave. Don't let the dog upstairs. Do not bother mom when while she's sleeping. How old is your mom? I think five. Twelve. That's a very, very tricky question. Um, I know she's um, a half and something. Seventy. What's your mom's favorite thing to do? Play with me. Sit in that chair. Date night. Shop. Shopping. Go shopping. She's shopping every day. She always wants to go shopping. She and I get tired. Doing that, it's kind of boring. Where's your mom's favorite place to go? Chinese restaurant. An animal shelter. I think it's to the mall. Go to the restroom. <laughs> How are you and your mom the same? Our hair. Our eyes. We we'll have the same phones. We're really flexible. We both have long tongues, but my sister and my dad don't really. How are you and your mom different? Our eyes are different. The color of me. I'm brown and she's tan. Mom has curly hair and I have straight hair. I do have better abs. What's your favorite thing about your mom? That she doesn't like to be away from us. When she gets down the floor and plays with me. She's a really good teacher. I like her face. Her smile. When she lets me put on her makeup. That I can cuddle with her <laughs> at night. She is really special. She's really, 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 really nice. How do you know that your mom loves you? 
She prays and she kisses me and she says, I love you. Because she's in my family. How she takes care of us. By making breakfast. Do my laundry. That she helps me get dressed. Takes me to all the things I do after school. That she plays games with me. Play soccer with me. Play bubbles. When I sit in her lap. We watch movies. We get our nails painted. Make a scrapbook. Fish. Outside cookouts and bonfires. She spends time with us and not all by herself. She's patient. With us. She does everything with me. Because she says it every day. Kisses me every night. And all kinds of stuff. I just know that she loves me because she says, I'll always love you. She's awesome. She loves me no matter what. Like God. I love you, Mommy. Happy Mother's Day. sweetheart but we're excited to share um Juan and I are very sensitive to the Holy Spirit and we know that even on Mother's Day it stirs up a lot of emotion and what we're going to highlight today we're going to have some ministry time we're going to be able to pray for one another but I want to walk you through a journey of just how incredible God is demonstrated the love of God the creator is demonstrated through mom's and through motherhood. Howard, show that, that one picture. This is just a picture. But as you know, a picture says a thousand, a, speaks, what's that saying? A, speaks a thousand words. So I just want you to look at that picture of a mom and a newborn baby. And here's what we all have in common. Our journeys are all different, but that's one thing we all have in common right there. Because you would not be here if your mother didn't choose to carry you and deliver you and go through the labor and the hope and the joy of how miraculous and wonderfully made are we that a woman woman conceives and the child is within the mom, within the mother. And it comes to full term. The baby develops and the mom carries that which she was, she was, things that you, you know, she was pregnant and she carries that baby. There's some personal beliefs I personally have, but my opinion is there's no greater bond on the earth than that bond right there. Wanda and I love each other deeply. We have children. But my experience is I've never seen, demonstrated, witnessed, experienced, seen come alive the love that a mother has for her children and the sacrifice and the love and the care that that plays out to be. So each one of us has that picture in common that a mother's love is an incredible love. I'm going to call that a God thing, okay? So if we could, when you picture that picture of a new mom and a newborn baby and how God designed us and created us, that picture is an amazing picture. I've talked to many women who, who, who gave birth. and How about first-time moms? The overwhelming sense of the love and responsibility that a first-time mom has for her child. Wanda and I are experiencing this with Danielle. Danielle's this is her first Mother's Day. Little guy is almost five months old, and she has experienced the sacrifice and the love and the intensity and the hours and the amazing things that you see moms do for their kids, right? It's an obvious fact, but I do want to bring some 
there's research that goes into child development and studies for all of us. But you know, it's, it seems obvious, but studies show that if infants are abandoned or separated from their moms, they become unhappy and they actually manifest depression or they manifest panic. So God's design, God the creator designed it so this bond would be beautiful and there's be a unity there. It's an intense bond like no other. Studies have shown uh, just the opposite obviously is true when the child is loved and there's deep affection. Children who aren't neglected have higher, higher IQs and formative years of life are crucial to development of a child. How important is a mother's love? It's the first relationship that actually begins to mold us. So the Lord put in my spirit that the imprint of a mother's love is like no other. The imprint that we have. And you know that most of us, through the first five years of child development, the four, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but I don't remember what it was like to be three years old. But my mom was there, and she was pouring her heart and life into me, and she began to make an imprint on me that would last my whole life. This is a sensitive part, but this is not the, I like the way, I want to say it like this. Sadly, there is a reality that depression and illness and other pressures do cause some moms to neglect their children. And I looked into this because it was such a curious topic for me, but I want you to know that studies over and over and experience tells us that that's the exception, not the rule. I think that's a very important piece of understanding how God created us and how God formed us and how he knew the role and the importance and the value of moms and motherhood. So we're going to have some ministry time for people who have dealt with with that. But what's awesome, I pray that one of the main themes we have is God's love is manifested, revealed, on display through, your, through moms, through your mom, and you as, as mothers. How many of you know that John 4, 24 says that God is a spirit? God is spirit. God is not gender. God is spirit. It says he created us in his image, male and female, he created. So here's what I'd like to say. The creator knew exactly what he was doing, and God the Father, the creator, the Holy Spirit, the Son of God, the manifest presence of God displayed on the earth is fully masculine and fully feminine. There's no confusion in the heart of God over his nature. There's no confusion. And God, in his infinite glory and creating ability, knew exactly what we would need and how he developed and formed. But there's no other place that you'll see the demonstration of God so fully as in the heart of, of a mother. I was talking to Jonathan this week. We were talking about there's three things that, you know, men are important, obviously. Fatherhood, we're going to have a Father's Day message. But men, you know, we provide, we protect, we work. What was the other one, Jonathan? You know, have you? We, we appropriate, right? We were part of the process. Hallelujah. You know, we're, we're here. 
We have, men have a purpose. And, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, but, but I just want, I feel like sometimes we minimize Mother's Day. Because we're almost, you know, we don't want to be like, no, actually the reality is without moms, I think we're all in big trouble. And because that picture showed the bond, there's no other bond like that of a mother. God's not confused. He's fully masculine. God has given women the ability to mother. This is divine. It's supernatural. Motherhood is supernatural. And I, had, I was praying this morning. Wanda and I are up early. We're preparing. We're, we're, we're praying. And if you're, you don't even have to get up, but if you're a woman here, and I'm just going to say you're under 40, and you don't have children, but you want children, or maybe you're 25, here. The Lord showed me that one of the, uh, the, the enemy's tactic is to so grip you with fear that one of the lies is that I do not have the capacity or the ability to be a mother. And I'm telling you, you won't have the ability to be a mother till the baby comes out. Amen. There's no training class. There's no, there's no whatever. You will have the ability to be a mother when you have faith to be a mother and you had a baby comes out, everything will be there. Everything you need is there for you. Amen. Breaks my heart to talk to young people and they'll think like, well, I don't have the grace or the capacity or I, I, I'm afraid, I'm fearful. Fear will shut down everything. When you have faith in God and you see God created me, God created me as a woman to have the ability because once that baby is growing in you and once you experience that labor and once you carry that child and once you give birth, it is supernatural, the intensity of that mother's love and how it's demonstrated. So Jesus, I'm just going to do this. Father, in the name of Jesus, we break fear off young people or those who want to have children and who have even maybe bought into a lie that they won't have the ability to be good mothers. So it's a fear thing, and we break that fear. Perfect love will cast out all fear, so I just want to do that in Jesus' name. There's no bond like that of a mother, and I want to share a little bit of a story, so please show the picture. So this is an important picture to me. So I'm the little guy. See me? So my, my big brother, my little sister, and there's Ralphie, and there's Fifi, or mom. So I don't know how old, how old do you think I am there? Maybe five, six, four? Anne-Marie, so I would two? Okay, so this is what, in preparation, here's what I'm, I'm meditating on. It's hard for me not to get emotional here. But I want you to know that my mom, okay, let me say it like this. You gotta, you gotta just navigate through this. Again, some of this would be my belief. So my belief is there's no way that I knew who God was in that picture. I didn't know God. I didn't know Jesus, the Son of God. I didn't know the Holy Spirit. But what I did know was that that woman, that mom, she demonstrated God to me. I looked up this word this morning, and it was volatile. How many of you, without throwing my poor dad under the bus, 
How many of you have had a volatile childhood? A volatile childhood. Now here's here's the definition that I wanted to capture. Change rapidly and unpredictable. It'll change rapidly and unpredictable, and usually for the worse. How many of you grew up in a house like that? Okay. As a kid, you don't want to be walking on eggshells. As a kid, you don't want to be in a volatile situation because Big Van got home and who knew what kind of day he had and what kind of pressure he's under. But I'll tell you one thing, Mama Bear wouldn't have it. When I tell you I have vivid memories of my mom operating in a level of protection and intense affection and love that she kept us, her presence in that house kept us from who knows what. So what I do have a very vivid picture of, and here's what's crazy, okay, some of the language we use. Okay, my mom didn't know the Lord. How's that, you know? My mom didn't know the Lord. Well, she was born and raised a Catholic. She was, went through communion and baptism. She had faith. Would it have been maybe what we were thinking about? I, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the same. So sometimes we even think, well, our moms didn't know the Lord. God put in my mother the ability to mother. And without my mom, I know that that little group of people would have been a lot more messed up because she demonstrated she was on display. She was a mom who loved her kids radically. I got down here. I watched firsthand my mother shield us, protect us, care for us, show unconditional love for us. She provided safety and security for our family. She demonstrated the heart of God in our family by just being a mom. Just being a mom. The gift of motherhood. God demonstrated through moms on display. Later on in life, I had the joy of having a really deep friendship with my mom. How many of you know that most children, really high, it's really high percentage, they long for a healthy relationship with their mom? Most kids can be free with their mom over their dad. These are just honest stats. It's true. They'll be more open. They'll be more free. They can talk about anything, ever do that. Now, it's being displayed with Wanda and I right now. We're in that fun season because I love my kids. I just don't have the capacity to do FaceTime for hours. I don't even like being on the phone that long. So I'll be, hey, yeah, what's up? How you doing? Love you. Good. You're doing good? Good. Good. Everybody good? Good. Here, talk to mom two hours later. You know what I mean? Two hours later, now Wanda and I are having coffee, and I'll say, how are the kids doing? What's going on? I'll go, what's going on? Because they open up to Ma. They open up. We're going through this. We're going through that. We're doing this. I'll get all the details from Mom that I can pray. I can intercede. It's really a beautiful example. I'm not going to. I want to take the opportunity to honor Wanda because in my life I've also seen another person named Wanda, who gave birth to five children, and I watched God be demonstrated fully alive in my life through Wanda as a mom. And Wanda has such a deep bond. So now it's fun because we have adult children. 
We have adult children, and honestly, they love their mom. Now, Wanda and I saw this crazy... Any Survivor fans still out there? I know we're, we're in episode... We're in season 34. Look at Wanda, one, Lily, Lily. You, Wanda and you and I love Survivor. We still like it. <laughs> oh, got another one back there? Okay. If you love the show, we, Wanda and I still like the show. It's a favorite show. You know, we got our shows. Everybody likes their shows. But if you like the show, there's the... They're out there, you know, they're out there. They're isolated. Like, day 33, they do bring in the family. You know, it's a visit. So it's a brother, it's a sister, it's a spouse. And the ones with the mothers, Wanda and I are getting there, you know, we're watching it. That episode is a tearjerker episode. You got the tissues, and they're all crying. You're crying. They're, they're connecting. But all, no matter, and like, if it was me, I'm 58 years old. If my mom came to the island, I'm like, mama, mama. We're watching, like, these grown people who've been on the island, you know, big they're saying, Mama, and Jeff's introducing them, and the, the person's over here, and they're crying, and they're like, ah, ah, and then they hug, and like, ah, ah. I'm like, and it doesn't matter, right? I mean, you could be 20, you could be 8, you could be 50, it's like, sometimes you just need that mama love. You need that mama hug. You need the presence of a mom. Um, a lot of you maybe have never met my mom or know my mom. But I just want to share one more story. My mom wrote me a letter when I turned 30. I have it in plastic. I have it in my archives. And this letter was one of the most beautiful things I've ever received in my life, my lifetime. But what she did, remember Wanda? She poured her heart out to me. And what I realized after she did the letter, she had been pouring her heart out to me since the day I was born. You know, and I know some people don't have that experience, but I'm just going to say that when you have that experience that, you know, my mom was like, he's the most beautiful baby in the hospital, you know, look at that face, you're little, and she's like, he's amazing, you know, like, there was a funny story when I was just a fresh, new, born-again Christian, I'm loving Jesus, we're going through a ton of conflict because they don't understand Jesus, like, we understand Jesus and, and all the stuff of conflict, and then my mom and dad come to Christ, they receive Jesus, say yes, say yes to Jesus, and now we have this fellowship, so my mom thinks I should be running the church. <laughs> my mom is like, Ralph, you should be running the church. I actually went to a small church, we went to a meeting, they asked the pastor why their son was not leading the church. <laughs> because he has everything they need, he's amazing. So how many even understand like the, the affirmation and the power of the words of a mother that can speak to your heart and speak to your life and launch you and propel you. Sometimes she was the only one in my corner, you know? But she was in my corner, propelling me, edifying, valuing, validating, watching Wanda operate, watching many of the moms here. How many of you know there's testimony after testimony after testimony of what my mom has done for my life. Wanda's going to share, but before I do that, Wanda and I wanted to give, how many of you, how many of you, one of the hardest things about Mother's Day is going to Wegmans or Walgreens, wherever you buy your Mother's Day card, right? How many finding the right card for mom, right? Anybody? So... So this is a card to all the moms at New Hope. 
This is your card. Your mom, this is going to be your card. And we loved it because it said exactly what we wanted it to say. For the value of moms. Now, it might be hard to put on the kitchen table. <laughs> These are so, aren't they cool, the big giant cards? A mother. A mother makes others happy, offers support and advice, thinking of ways to be helpful, holding on but never too tight, that's an important one, explaining all the differences between right and wrong, ready to give unconditional love at all times. That's a demonstration of a mother. And I love this part. It says, mother is a six-letter word for love. Happy Mother's Day. So from Wanda's heart and our heart and all the even Steve and Joy and the whole leadership team, happy Mother's Day, New Hope. This is for you, okay? So we can, yay moms. I'm going to let Wanda share. Hello. Yeah, (laughs) we're on. So excited to share with you all today. This is uh, a little different platform than I'm used to. I usually am in front of three and four-year-olds. So this is really easy peasy compared to to that probably, (laughs) right? So, but um, this subject of moms is like dear and it's my passion of my heart and I didn't think it could get any greater being a mom until I watched my daughter become Mm -hmm. a mom. And now I have that experience, and it's the most amazing um, thing that has happened in my life to watch my children have children. Um, It's been a dream of mine since since they were little to watch them grow and become moms because it, it just is such a, a dear part of my, my heart. Um, I FaceTimed with Danielle this morning at like 8 o'clock and she was snuggled in bed with her, her five-month-old baby and it was just the most beautiful uh, way to start the day. Mm-hmm. And this little guy is getting used to my voice already. Thank goodness for FaceTime. I just um, am so thankful to be able to bridge the distance. They live in Denver, so um, it's really hard to be that far away uh, from them. But uh, FaceTime just brings you brings you so close. Um, so I just want to uh, share a little bit of my story, my mom's story. Um, it's very different than my husband's story uh, and his mom. Um, If you could put the slide up for me, Brian. That's my mom. (laughs) That's my mom when she was 17. She got married at 17. And um, she's a South Dakota girl. She's been in South Dakota her whole life, raised on a farm, the hardest working woman I have ever met. Um, Just to give you a little picture of her life, um, she was the oldest of nine in her family, um, and she was on the edge. Her, um, her young, like, young years, um, like, right on the edge of the Depression, 
Um, and she literally uh, has pictures of herself in the cornfield shocking the corn stalks by hand at five. So I mean, you know, that would go not go over real great nowadays with <laughs> the child laws and stuff, but I mean, that's, that was normal back then for kids to be working that hard. Um, and that is, she carried that through her whole entire life. I watched her uh, work from sunup to sundown and just love every minute of it. She was always, that smile was always on her face. She taught me how to be a hard worker. She taught me to be thankful and grateful for having work to do because it was, in her, in her mind, um, it was the, the best thing to be able to do you know, have the ability to work and provide and uh, have that provision for your family. Um, I watched her in the kitchen and in the, we had a, a farm that literally uh, was 24-7. I don't know if any of you here grew up on a farm, um, but it's 24-7. It, we rarely took a vacation. Uh, so our work and play and everything happened right there on the farm. Um, and she, her motto, her theme song was Waste Not, Want Not. She made use of everything. She had a garden, actually four gardens. And um, uh, we, we canned and we baked. And I learned how to make homemade pies and homemade bread at like five years old in the kitchen next to her, and it was, um, at the time, I probably was not as thankful and grateful for that kind of an <laughs> upbringing as I am now as I look back, um, because there was very little playtime, um, but um, we, we, she made it fun too. We had, Sundays was always our day, our day to relax and go to church, and we'd come home and have dinner with one other, family that we'd invite over or go over to somebody's house and um, and actually my best friend um, her mother was I'm going to just give her a shout out for my spiritual mom she planted the seeds in my heart um, for the Lord and at 12 I accepted the Lord at a Lowell Lundstrom crusade <laughs> <clears throat> which I don't know if anybody has ever heard of Lowell Lundstrom, but it was the big, big name back then in the Midwest. Um, they would travel around, and um, but it was a, it was a real deal. It was a real encounter with the Lord, and um, it was the bedrock for me in my faith. Um, unfortunately, uh, we did not have. Um, the, you know, the, the aftercare of that to really let that seed grow and mature, but it was definitely in there. It was an encounter. I experienced Jesus for real, um, and my mom demonstrated that faith to me every day that, she, she, that I was with her. I left home at 17, um, and um, I thought I was ready for the world, and um, I met Ralph shortly after, um, and we were married six months later. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of a fast, 
uh, a fast courtship and, and getting to know you, and we had a lot, of, a lot of things to learn, but that bedrock that was in me stayed there. It was there the whole time, and it was very influential in actually uh, what came down the road a little later uh, for us. Yeah. Um, but my mom, we, after we had um, moved to Rochester, she came for a visit. I had had my first child, so I was experiencing motherhood for the first time, our little Christopher Paul. <clears throat> and I don't know how she did this, but she convinced my father to come too, which if, I mean, he never left the farm ever, but she convinced him to travel by Greyhound bus to come and visit us, and I'll never forget it. Um, I think he was shell-shocked when he got there because we lived in the city, and he, he was, I don't think, ever went out, <laughs> outside. He didn't want to go anywhere. He just wanted to stay in the house. Um, but he had gone to bed one night, and you know we were enjoying the baby, and we're sitting on the couch, and we thought it would be a good time to really fill my mom in on everything, remember? Yeah. Um, we just needed to, you know, get her up to speed to, like, where we were. We had recommitted our life to the Lord. We were really loving Jesus. And, but we had had this kind of tumultuous three years before that. And, um, you know, Ralph had had uh, uh, altercation with, with uh, the law and selling some marijuana. And <laughs> um, so, you know, he had been in, in jail for, like, six months and... Um, so, and we had covered that all up, we, you know, we, we had just said, you know, don't let anyone know. His family knew, but my, my, uh, mom and dad, we had told them that he was doing a, a, a stent at, uh, this. In Guam. In Guam. <clears throat> I was in Guam. <laughs> I was really in jail. The whole process was about a year. It's about uh, a year process. So we really, I don't know what like came over us that we had to like spill everything to mom. But we sat her on the couch and, you know, went through the whole thing. And I'm just like watching her face. And there's like no shock, no like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. She listened, taking it all in and looked at us and just said, yeah, I've been praying. I've been praying for you guys. And it was just the calmest and most loving and um, not judgmental or, you know, it's like, you guys, you know, what in the world? She just was like, I, I'm, I've been praying. I've been praying for you. And I know that that has been, um, you know, for me and my children, there's not always words to try to convince them otherwise when they set their minds on something. And as they get older, that's even harder. Um, and sometimes it's better that you don't have words. <laughs> you just pray. And you just pray, and you just pray, and you just pray. And I've seen a lot of things change in their life because of that prayer. Um, so, 
my heart for all of you um, is that you would just embrace, embrace your experiences, embrace your children. Don't take anything for granted. Um, my mom is now turning 80. Yes, I do. There she is. Aww. Isn't she cute? <laughs> she is the cutest. And she is so much fun. I just, I just actually had the privilege of spending 10 days with her uh, last month for Easter. She's going through a major life change. Uh, my dad had colon cancer and had surgery. And she had to make a really tough decision to um, move out of their house because she could no longer be the sole caregiver. And that was a huge deal for her because she loves the kitchen. She loves to bake and cook and do all that. And she can still do all that, but she can't do that and take care of my dad. So they're in an assisted uh, care facility. And um, so I got to go home and be with her for 10 days. It was the most <laughs> precious time for me. Um, it was actually... Um, like really solo time with her. My dad was being cared for um, at the facility and we could just go and spend time together like we have not done in a really long time. And it just reconnected and rebonded. And like Ralph was saying, it doesn't matter how old you get or how old your mom gets, that I, I just feel like a kid when I'm with my mom. <laughs> I just, you know, that, that kid feeling comes over me and I'm just this little girl sitting with her you know, doing the things we love to do and having coffee and talking and it's just, it's just the best. And, you know, I look at her and I'm like, wow, she's turning 80. You know, my time with her is not really probably going to be that much longer. And just to take those moments and just cherish them in your heart and carry that in your heart yeah. and really be thankful and appreciate, you know, appreciate those times and um, so I really feel like the Lord, um, just to shift a little bit, really wants to allow time for anyone um, who is discouraged or disappointed, or you know maybe things aren't really great in a, your relationship with your mom, or you've lost your mom and you're grieving. Um, you know, have, the uh, unresolved conflict issues, you know, trust me, our, you know, there's never, you know, if you have that vision that there's like this perfect family <laughs> out there, that doesn't exist. Every family has things they're working through, you know, and, um, and I just was thinking about, you know, all the things that I carry in my heart and all those things that God's concerned about in my heart, all those little details that he knows about, it's like he knows that about everybody, you know? Everybody that has those things in their heart, he knows. His heart is so big for you, and it's just his love is so immense. Um. So we just want to get, allow time to, to have that time for the Lord to really minister 
to your heart if those there's places that um, you feel like you want to just be covered and healed and released and may I take that part that yes. I'm not putting up. Um, so thank again, you <clears throat> amen Wanda the the sensitivity of when Wanda was preparing she said I know that the Lord um, wants to minister and fitting in with the one another series there's always ways that we can uh, you know encourage each other bless each other lay hands on each other you know we will last week uh, Steve Steve was last week and will the week before we we have people come up or we have people give words Juan and I are sensing that it would be really good to activate the whole body this morning activate the body to minister one to another so we're going to highlight, if you don't mind, we're just going to pick three areas. But if you have something we're not picking, please, uh, if you need ministry, we're going to have you. We are going to have you respond by standing so those around you know. And then you could take a little bit of time. But we knew that there are somebody who maybe just lost their mom or lost their mom recently. So the loss of a mom. Right, Juan? Yeah. The other one was the heartache of broken relationships. You know, God, we sang this morning that God heals brokenheartedness. He's a God of hope, and he heals broken hearts. And I, and I know, I just know through life and working with people and loving even all of you that there are, there's pain sometimes associated with Mother's Day because you and your mother maybe have had a conflict or a broken relationship, and God wants to come in, and he wants to invade that place. <clears throat> he wants to minister, minister. He wants to bring healing. He wants to bring love. He wants to be there because it's very real. So and then there is also, Wanda and I have gone through seasons where, as a mother, you, you know, you're not in right relationship with one of your children. How many have had that happen, where you're in a, right, you're in a relationship with your child, and it's been broken? Or the reality that sometimes a mom has lost a child. Uh, this hit me big time. Again, you, know, you never know how God speaks to you, but I was in the, I was in the bank. How many of you, like 18, you drive through at the bank? I'm paying a bill at the bank. And the lady in front of me in the car, in the drive-thru, is screaming out of control to the bank lady because she just lost her son, and he had a check, and they wouldn't cash the check. And I'm like, you know how you're thinking, like, oh, this, no. It was like, oh, my, the car was filled with compassion for this woman who had just lost her son, her mom, her brokenheartedness. So if that's four little areas of ministry, we'd love, if any of them areas, and Howard, you know what to do, or Brian. It's always fun putting very low, just put just a, a gentle spirit. We're going to pray one. I want you to pray and just invite the Holy Spirit. And if that is you, we do want you to stand. And we're going to have those around you always ask permission, ask permission to lay hands on somebody. If that's you, stand up. And then we're just going to want to minister to you and let the body activate it. And there's a lot of people, so look around you. So... Just do the Holy Spirit thing, Wanda. Just invite the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, we just know that you're here with us. You're ministering now. You've been ministering all morning. <clears throat> Lord, we just open our hearts to you. We open Jesus. our hearts to you, Lord. Jesus. We ask that you would just come in and, and just cover those places that need to be touched by you, Lord. 
Cover those places. Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father. Thank you, Father. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, we just thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Father God. Holy Spirit, thank go you, deep. Lord. Yes, Father. Every place of hopelessness or disappointment. Thank release you, life and hope, Jesus. Thank Holy Spirit, come and heal. Go deep. Be a significant day of breakthrough yes. for moms who are dealing with brokenheartedness. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Your love is demonstrated. Yes, your comfort now in Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus. Your comfort, Lord. Your comfort now, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father God. Jesus. Restoration now. We just oh, declare restoration in Jesus' name. Restoration, Lord Jesus. Yes, Father God. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord. Jesus. Yes, Father God. And as the Holy Spirit is even ministering to the moms as he's healing brokenness, we also want to affirm and build up and even bring like a lightning bolt of strength. You're here and you're a mom. You could be a spiritual mom, you could be a natural mom. We, God loves his moms. Moms who are in the house, moms who carry the weight, who carry the, the ability to nurture, who carry the presence of God to invade lives. We just wanna speak over each one of you moms who are here, we want to release. Words are powerful. And for all the moms who are here, we want to declare over you, we thank you for the sacrifice and for the sacrificial lifestyle of, that's demonstrated big time through motherhood. We thank you for your extravagant love. We thank you for your unconditional love. We thank you that you as a mom are strong. We thank you for the strength that we see displayed in your life. For the selflessness. For the devotion. For the devotion that you model and that you are an example of what it's like to be devoted to your family. We thank you for your enduring patience. There are moms who are here who are in their 60s and 70s and even 80s, and you have been patient and enduring and faithful. We thank you for your heart to protect 
and to watch over and to nurture. We love seeing God demonstrated through you moms. So for each one of you who are moms, we want to bring hope and encouragement to you. We thank you for the kindness that we see demonstrated through the affection, through the love. We declare over every mom who is here the ability to be wise. We thank you for wisdom. I said patience, but patience is such a big part of it. We want to release over every mom who is here wisdom. For each and every mom who's here, we want to honor you. We want to bless you. So it's in Wanda and I's heart to speak over you just a blessing. So as we're even closing, and we can take time just to allow the Holy Spirit to work, we want to bless you moms. And moms, we bless you. We thank you. We bless you and we honor you and we validate you and we're so thankful that God created you in his image. We're so grateful for the display of your love that's manifested, that's revealed through your life. Simply said, we see God in each one of you, Mom. We see God at work. We see God in the flesh. We see God as we see you move and live and operate. And we just bless you, moms. We bless you, moms. And for the children who are here who have their moms in your life, through your moms that are alive, all moms want is to spend time with you. So I pray for each person here who has a mom who is alive, and however that looks, however that's played out, there's no ugly thing here. But the heart of your mother wants to spend time with you. In Jesus' precious name, in Jesus' name, we just bless you. Thank you for joining us.